0: Drill, baby, drill.
1: He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to
0: come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes Stay out the bushes jet is a mess
1: And welcome to a Wednesday, it's Wednesday It is Wednesday January 11th, the Universe Lord 2023 episode edition of The Elephants in the Room
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There we go. We're here. Okay, what are you kicking us off with? <laughs> that's it. That's all you got. Hey. Hi. Yeah. Hi.
1: Um All right. Well, so I was torn between what to kick off with today. Because there's one topic that's gonna take up the bulk of what we're going to chat about. And, and I think everyone knows what that topic is. is. And I'm not going to mention it right now. We'll get there. Because I think the best thing to do is to cover the breaking news. Or the or the, the, the latest news. Um, which is about the Biden documents. And guess what, folks? There's more. Oh. There's more. A second batch of documents have been found classified documents have been found um, uh, that Joe Biden was not supposed to be in possession of. Um, Senator Josh Howley of Missouri has called for a special counsel. Um, He's called for Joe Biden to get the same treatment that President Trump is is getting. Um, they've discovered at least one more batch of classified documents. Um, is This is coming just after on Monday uh, when the the White House revealed that uh, Biden's personal attorneys had, uh, had handed over a, a trove of classified documents, including some with top secret designations um, that were found at the uh, president's think tank, the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global uh, Engagement, and that these were, voluntari- these were found and voluntarily handed back to the National Archives. And this is what Democrats are saying is the difference. Well, these are, you know, they, they were found and, and handed back. He's never supposed to be in possession of them in the first place. Um, Number one. Number two, there's a little bit of a difference between Joe Biden removing classified information as vice president and President Trump removing it as president, which is there's one person in the United States that has the power to declassify anything. That person is the president of the United States. Hmm. Joe Biden was not president of the United States when he was handling these classified materials. Therefore, he does not, he cannot say, well, I declassified these. He does not have that defense. He cannot say, hey, I'm president. I was president. You know, I get to be president. And I did this. Um, And... um, and so, uh, and so, I to me, I think that that's the big difference, other than the self righteousness and smugness that we've had to deal with over the past couple of months about how dumb and stupid President and careless President Trump could be for taking you know all of these documents with him to Mar-a-Lago, which I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, admittedly, he had stuff that he wasn't supposed to be in possession of. Um, we still don't really know, you know, everything that that he had, but we do know a bunch of his personal correspondence and things like that. You know, I know there was the, the Air Force One model. Um, you know, I've I've spent time speculating about what he has, what what he has, and just knowing that he's obsessed with his planes and loved Air Force One and loves planes. I mean, you know, the guy knows what we've got flying up in the air, and you know, so but i'm sure he's not carrying that around with him because that would essentially disqualify him from from being president if he was caught with that um so i you know and i don't and, and you know it's the same thing but the funny thing about joe biden here is that we're talking about they've told us what the materials are here and this is national security documents related to ukraine iran and the united kingdom
0: hmm.
1: why does joe biden what joe biden in ukraine why does that
0: Oh, what? interesting!
1: Is interesting, interesting, right? Um, so, yeah. So, this is the breaking news: is that is that a second, uh, you know, a second stash of documents has been found. There's a little bit more news about this Joe Biden think tank, which, once again, I still think is the funniest thing in existence. The idea, the, the idea that Joe Biden is some sort of intellectual heavyweight. And therefore, commands the respect of having a think tank named after him. I can't imagine. <laughs> we can make all of the easy, easy, you know, hanging curveball, straight over the fences jokes about, you know, the kind of the amount of thinking that was being done there. But Breitbart dug up something a little bit more interesting. At least $54 million. That's $54 million has been donated by Chinese Communist Party-linked individuals or entities between 2014 and 2019 to the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington at the University of Pennsylvania, Uh according to public records reported by the New York Post, where it was revealed this week that Biden had stashed a trove of classified documents, which leads me to wonder, is Joe Biden a Tricom spy? That's
0: the question we need to ask. Was he being
1: paid off? Was he bringing classified documents to this think tank, leaving them there? He's getting paid by the Chinese. They come in, take the documents from the storage room, and go. I mean, that kind of speculation isn't even one-tenth of one percent of the speculation that we heard about Donald Trump and his family as it relates to Russia, 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 Russia. This is true. And this is a far more simple and really easy thing to execute as a former vice president of the United States. Bring a whole bunch of stuff. No one's ever going to suggest it. No, no one's ever going to think anything of it because you're Joe Biden. You're a Democrat. You're, he's, a, he's a dumbass. You know, like, what, what, what nefarious thing could Joe Biden do? Because right? at the end of the day, everyone in Washington thinks that Joe Biden is and always has been a dumbass. It's not new. It's not news. He knows this. It's why he's so insecure about his intelligence. But what I am simply suggesting here is a very plausible series of events that could have occurred. Doesn't that demand an extraordinarily serious investigation from the Department of Justice, from the
0: FBI? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming this is a rhetorical question, but yes.
1: No, I mean, it is a rhetorical question. You want to know who one of the people in charge of this think tank was at a time? Our current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Was Anthony Blinken part of this Chinese communist spy conspiracy ring that Joe Biden was running out of his think tank and being paid handsomely for? I
0: don't
1: know. Aren't these questions that we now need answers to? Was there something nefarious going on? Right? If 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 it had found out that the that that Vladimir and the Russian government had and, and 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 Russian government linked individuals had spent fifty-four million dollars at Mar-a-Lago while Donald Trump was president, and we found intelligence relating to Russia or in, and their and other countries in that location, people would immediately go, Whoa, is this pay for access? What's going on here? The same dots that are being were were are immediately connected between Trump and his newfound love and business partners to Saudi Arabian government. I mean, Donald Trump's daughter at this point and son-in-law, Jared Kushner and Ivanka, are essentially employees of the Saudi Arabian government. They manage $2 billion of the Saudi Arabian government sovereign, fund, sovereign wealth funds money. They are, employee, they are Saudi government employees. And and so, you know, and, and, and look, you're powerful people. This is a globally connected, this is a global economy. People are connected to people all around the world. Whatever, there's always gonna be speculation. However, I find it absolutely stunning that here we have a think tank that is essentially bought and paid for by the Chinese government or Chinese government elected officials that we are finding top secret marked information at and the, and the ma- national press is going, well, oh, that's inconvenient, isn't it? Well, let's ignore it. When we know that they would be peeing down their legs if the same thing happened with Donald Trump. They'd be they would be this would be wall to wall coverage. NBC right now, there would not be, you know, the, the voice or you know America's most talented hamster or whatever crap they put on that no one watches. And by the way, folks, you want to talk about what America watches? For my job, I need to know this. 88, you know what 88 of the top 100 shows were last year?
0: Were they all singing competitions? (laughs) Or The Bachelor or something?
1: Football. NFL football.
0: Interesting.
1: America gathers to watch football. It doesn't gather to watch American Idol or The Bachelor or anything else. The United States of America gathers to watch football. But... So that's where we are. Um, is anything going to come of this? No. Why? Because Joe Biden's a Democrat. And a second why? Because right now he's in charge of the Department of Justice. And you can call up Merrick Garland and go, hey, guess what? I'm President of the United States. Guess what you're not going to look into? This. Very easy. It's very easy. And the press will never, the press is already, already looking the other way. So it's going to be very important for the independent journalists out there on the right to continue to follow follow this story. Um, and it's, um, it's, it's going to get... It's, it, it, I'm not optimistic that it's going to go anywhere. However, I do feel really good right now that we took back at least one House of Congress so that we have the House Oversight Committee that can start digging into things like this immediately that's yeah, a really 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 good 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 position for us elephants uh to be in speaking of the house um we've defunded the i r s that's good that's good that's good um we um we are um continuing to um well, today we voted on, um, the, the, uh, the what we're voting on now is, um, we want to, there there's a, there's a bill that, um, I should have the details in front of you more of, but it is about, um, it's an individual rights bill. Okay. And it's a bill uh, that says that um, one of the, the growing more common forms of abortion is the chemical abortion, the abortion pill. And there's gonna be a lot of fights over the coming months and years about people who currently cannot access the abortion pill in their state ordering it from out of state and getting it in the state. And right now, the state of Alabama is looking into prosecuting women who do that in
0: mm-hmm. their state.
1: Um, so this is gonna be, that's going to be one of the next fronts that we're going to be fighting. But the Republicans in the House are taking what I believe to be a wonderful tactical maneuver on this issue by trying to put together what's essentially a pharmacist's conscience bill. Oh. Saying, hey, listen, as a pharmacist, I don't believe in abortion. I don't have to dispense this pill. Ooh. And and once again, you know, we talked about this on Monday about how there's going to be a push for doing the six-week abortion, national abortion ban, and there's going to be all sorts of pushes for these national things. And, you know, philosophically it just flies in the face of how this country should be governed those are just not tactics that I'm going to agree with at the state level would I agree with them yes but at the national level they're just not things that I'm particularly interested in because as I said philosophically I just don't think that's how the country should be governed right having said that If you are going to force national votes on contentious issues like abortion, specifically a contentious issue that didn't exactly help you out in the midterms last year, framing it as an individual rights issue and saying, hey, look, I'm not saying you can't do this. I'm just saying I'm not doing it for you. Right. That's a winning way of framing an issue. And it's another way of getting an incremental win on an issue where it's difficult to make incremental wins. Abortion is this kind of like big sweep. It's like, older, it seems, abortion always seems to be all or nothing. And And this is a great way for the House to also get Democrats, once again, Democrats in purple districts on the record who are going to have to go back and answer why they don't think that a pharmacist should be able to choose hey i'm not going to be like you hey, would you you know it, it it's it's going to be great because what because the, the natural thing is well, what are what are you going to force me to do now What what are you going to force us to do what, what's the next bill that comes along where you're going to be forcing us to to go against our morals or our faith why can't i live my faith you liberals tell me to bring myself to. You want to bring your whole self to the workplace. Full self. Full self. We're always told that. We bring your full self to the workplace. There's not a Christian conservative in the country that can bring their whole self to the workplace nope. if they work in the tech industry, or in a lot of industries. A lot of out industries. There. The tech industry specifically. Um, I've got a new segment for us. And then we're going to jump into the issue we really want to talk about. Okay. And I, 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 I wanted. I've been, <clears throat> one of the one of the things that a lot of shows have are recurring segments, right? Yes. So I'm coming across stories, and I thought of one today. Okay. Now I got to come up with music I was gonna for say, it, and a, and a thing. Theme. Once
0: you commit to this, now you have to. to now I've got to do you it. You've got to fill well, the segment every thinking. time.
1: I was thinking, is this the kind of segment that has legs? Is it something that's easily repeatable? Yeah and I think this is
0: okay lay it on me so this this is a new segment
1: it's called tales from the crypt okay do explain and it's going to be highlighting old stodgy farts in the media who can't stand conservatism okay right just you old stodgy media farts and today our tale from the crypt comes from Leslie Stahl at 60 Minutes who spent the weekend odd 60 minutes lamenting the fact that for a couple of days we had to watch legislators debating an issue the whore. it left america without sitting members for a couple of days that was her main complaint okay she was embarrassed by this all right Leslie. Leslie Leslie. First of all, do you know how Leslie Star got her start?
0: No, but I keep just thinking Leslie Nope, so it's like really throwing me off.
1: Affirmative action.
0: She got her job because she's white though.
1: She got her job because she's a woman. Oh oh okay. Admits it. Admits it. Wouldn't be where she she her 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 one qualification for working at CBS News was that she was a woman. Solid. There you go which means her one qualification was that she was the woman who would most stick to the script, right? Mm. We don't want you going off script, honey, okay? You're going to sit in the chair and you're going to read the script. And she has spent a career reading the liberal script of the media. And Leslie Stahl thinks it's embarrassing and harmful to America that we didn't have sitting members for a couple of days. There are three hundred and sixty-five days in the year, Katie. How many days in the year do you think the house is in session?
0: Well, they take off summer, right? And then they take off a lot. They take off a lot more <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> they take off. Don't they only work like six weeks at a time, or something, or maybe less than that? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Will they, they come go. in once a quarter for six weeks?
1: They work. Their the house is in session one hundred and forty-nine days out of 365 days of the year. Leslie, surely, surely in the remaining 216 days in the calendar, we may be able to find a makeup date or two. The house is in session less than
0: kindergarteners. Well, that's about the same.
1: I'm not claiming that this is a bad thing for America, that the house spends less days on the job than kindergarteners do by 31. If the hundred and eighty school day
0: for us school was hundred and eighty days. You know, I would like their schedule. Can I get their schedule and oh, get the same amount of money? There's
1: no better schedule than being that of an elected elected member of the Senate. You want to have a senator schedule. Okay? You only have to campaign once every six years. This is true. And it's like and if you're incumbent, you really just have to campaign like from September on. And if you're a Republican in like Montana, it's just a lifetime appointment. <laughs> Unless you like do something stupid and vote for a tax increase or something, or like vote against farming or whatever. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so, so I wanted to, I wanted to bring up a tale from the crypt Leslie Stahl, 60 minutes, embarrassed by legislators, actually deliberating on the House floor. Hopefully, her faith in America hasn't been too shaken. Yeah. It's that I just love I just loved anyone who got too emotional last week I mean that's why I love like the Mike Rogers thing you know it's like you're gonna punch one of your colleagues because he's voting present he's just he's just making uh, he's just making himself look like a fool and you're upset about it just let it happen dude this, this stuff naturally fi- finishes it naturally takes care of itself all right We're finally going to talk about it. We're finally going to talk about it. We're finally going to talk about it. The thing that better be the gas. We're going to talk about it, Katie.
0: It better be the gas stove. Take us away. Um. Okay. So, as I'm sure many of you are aware, I don't actually know who's who's floating this idea. Is it some sort of government organization? But someone, do you have the name? Oh, it's
1: great. Oh, it's great. Oh, don't worry about it. I got it right okay, here. Okay, he'll, he'll tell you. The United States Consumer Product Safety Commission.
0: Yet another government arm we don't need. I, you took uh, the
1: words right. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that the same name of the
0: commission from the
1: Saturday Night Live skit? Consumer, oh, Consumer Probe, you know, with the bag of glass. Okay, so we've got Consumer Probe here. Check it out, bag of glass. And they're considering a ban on gas stoves as concerns surrounding indoor pollutants from the appliances continue to rise, according to reports. Now, has anyone seen any reports about gas stoves being in the news
0: lately? No, but I did listen to a woke podcast about it, and their reasoning that they claim they got from sources, uh, namely uh, Mother Jones, who they claim to just be an influencer, well, that's not what they are, uh, was because... For a few reasons. One, 12% of children's asthma is caused by chemicals from gas stoves. Well, I think you're just not good at using your stove, first of all. So, like, why should the rest of us have to suffer? Secondly, if you have kids and you're that worried about it, go get an electric stove. Why should the rest of us suffer? Okay, their second reasoning was that um, it's racist slash inequitable. Because most gas stoves are in older houses and older places are inhabited by lower income people. Correct. And so, therefore, this is not equal, which is bananas. Yep, and, is bananas. and then they try to claim that uh, gas stoves don't cook any different from electric, that it's all a marketing scheme by big evil gas corporations and that there's no proof that it, it works better. Well then, why is it every single restaurant in the world uses a gas stove? In the world. Because it cooks better. Mm-hmm. Because cooking over a flame is better. You can control it better than you can control electric. So anyway, those are the, that is the reasoning. It's just more nanny state. Well, a certain population might be affected, so everyone has to suffer.
1: How many studies? Oh. Independent peer review studies have there been done on this issue?
0: I don't know.
1: One? One. One. One study. Why has are been we done even wasting man hours, hours
0: investigating this?
1: <laughs> so it is, this comes from the U.S. Consumer Probe Safety Commission. This is a hidden hazard agency commissioner, Richard Trumpka Jr. Told Bloomberg. Sure. Any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. Roughly 35% of homes in the United States have gas stoves that, according to reports, release carbon monoxide, nitrogen di- dioxide, and other matter that the World Health Organization and EPA deemed unsafe because they can potentially cause cardiovascular problems, cancer, and other health conditions. Consumer Reports recommends that people buy electric ranges rather than gas. First of all, I hate my electric range. I want gas so bad. It's not even funny. Um, I'm talking about Katie hit the nail on the head that, this, that there was a racial element that, uh, that was brought in that was really funny. Um, I did want to bring up, though, you may have uh, heard a name there that you may be familiar with, Richard Trumka, Jr., Richard Trumpka Jr. Am you I know-
0: supposed to be familiar with this?
1: Well, you might be familiar with the Richard Trumpka Senior, who is the president of the AFL-CIO, the nation's largest labor union. Mm. So, in case you were wondering why some socialist dirtbag would be trying to take away your socialist. Your gas stove it's because his father he comes from a family of socialist communist dirtbags right that's what labor unions are they're socialist organizations so we have socialists who is appointed by Joe Biden remember this is an appointed position right I'm sure is a very long long nationwide search to find someone who is qualified for this position oh wait the son of a union boss keep it in the family just like the Bidens do right and so, I mean, imagine, first of all, imagine being the son of the president of the AFL-CIO, right? Massive labor organization, can get anything that he wants, and his son is only qualified to be consumer probe, bag of glass, I'm gonna come <laughs> after your gas stove. I mean, we're talking about the real, real, real cream of the crop here. Um, now, naturally, uh, <laughs> Uh, once, um, basically, uh, the entire world started mocking them, except for AOC. AOC was like, "Yes, this is you know, cooking equity or whatever." Oh my god. Um. So, um, do you um do you know that you know? Did you know that there is a solution to this problem?
0: What is that? Better ventilation. Oh. Now, to the woke podcast credit where i listened to them talk about this they did mention this at the tail end that there could be another way around this and that was to investigate and have better ventilation but they quickly poo-pooed that
1: the consumer product safety commission chair alexander Hone sarik pushed back on claims that the agency is seeking to ban gas stoves in american homes Clarifying, a ban is not currently in the works. After a Biden appointee faced backlash for suggesting it was on the table, um, to be clear, I'm not looking to ban gas stoves, and the CPSC has no proceedings to do so. <laughs> um, uh, so they've been they've been uh, they've been walking this back uh, pretty quickly. Um, Joe Manchin went after him, obviously, because this is just like a common sense, stupid thing um, that, that they're going for. But you know the real reason behind this? Climate change? It's climate change. Yeah. It's because yeah. they want to electrify everything. They want to elect The left wants to electrify everything. They want national natural gas because it is an evil, dirty, disgusting fossil fuel, um, even though it's only one of those things, fossil fuel. Um, to not be anywhere, to not be used anywhere, period, end of sentence. And there are incentives in the quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act that provide money for people switching from gas stoves to electric ranges. So that's really what this is all about. So my number one suggestion would be if this continues to bubble up, I would start investigating where to invest. Who makes a lot of electric ranges? (laughs) Who's making all the electric ranges? Who's making the best electric ranges? Those are the companies that are going to be making a lot of money coming up once the government finally bans your gas stove. I just don't understand why there's an arm of the government that needs to be doing this.
0: There shouldn't be. I mean, why do we have all of these? ridiculous government organizations besides the fact that they're just wasting our money.
1: (sighs) Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, and Ilhan Omar have been kicked off their committees. Oh, no. A little retaliation after Paul Gosar and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene were kicked off theirs. Obviously, Eric Swalwell has no right to be on intelligence committee after he was honey-potted by a Chinese spy. Okay, so someone who should have no access to any classified materials that the United States has. Um, Adam Schiff should be in prison for lying. And uh, Ilhan Omar is a terrorist.
0: <laughs> Boom, roasted. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't like,
1: I know, they're like three of the worst people in the House of Representatives... They're just three people that I don't really have any nice things to say about. And they don't seem like, like particularly like people that you know, we, should, we should really care about at all. True. So good job, Kevin McCarthy. Good job. That's a good win. It's a good win. Preventing bad people, like morally corrupt people from being able to inflict harm on others. This is a good thing keeping morally corrupt people away from power that they can use to harm other people is a good moral act so thank you kevin mccarthy for that america is better for that um, um so i think the uh I, is that like the, i guess i guess it was like our food segment
0: we could call it that
1: no one's having babies anymore we have a baby segment
0: A baby bust. Just half of women under 45 have children. What did it used to be? 75%.
1: From 2002 to 2019, the share of women aged 15 to 45 with at least one child dropped from 59.9% to 52.1%, a fall of an eighth. The figure dropped from 46.7% to 39.7% among men. Hmm.
0: But this is only in America, right?
1: This is just in America. This is just in America. Um, what's the number one reason why people aren't having kids anymore?
0: It's too expensive.
1: There you go. You want to know the other one is?
0: Haven't found the right person.
1: Climate change.
0: Oh well, yeah. Well, does that mean that the Democrats will eventually become extinct because none of them are procreating? That's the hope, right?
1: So I was reading an article. That, I read a lot of baby articles this week. A lot of a lot of the rise of single 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 kit single um um uh uh one Same child name? one child households oh, one child households uh
0: huh
1: um, because of the economy. The economy is so bad, you can't afford two kids. So there's a lot of only childs being born. Um I, mean, I was reading this today About how climate change Has the younger generation So freaked out to have kids <laughs> So yeah Maybe we'll just Simply outpopulate The liberals That'd be great Be nice Right Wouldn't be a bad thing At the end of the day They can just go uh, Abort themselves We'll, uh, we'll take over Between the
0: Yeah between the abortions They're having mm-hmm. And not being Not wanting to have them yeah. In the first place
1: Well that's why They keep importing The illegals Well they yeah They have to that's import right. The illegals To offset the fact That liberals Keep aborting Their offspring Facts. It's the circle of life. <laughs> um, I don't have that much. I, I, other than that, we're not I mean, going to talk gap. about
0: the FAA mess up. What about it? That that. Mayor Pete can't even do one thing right since he's gone there into to be the an awful
1: lot of transportation issues. Yeah, since, since he's gone into power,
0: it. there have been so many issues. I don't even remember the last time we had this many transportation issues. Like it's a BS job to begin with. How do you mess it up so badly?
1: There's, let's remember what Mayor Pete's qualifications were, right? None. A mayor of South Bend, Indiana, town of like two hundred thousand people. <laughs> Okay, and before that, he was a consultant at McKinsey. And you wanna know what it, m- consultants at McKinsey do? They make PowerPoints all day.
0: Yeah, That's they, all make, they, do. they make recommendations, they quote unquote, make, quote, that they, they never have
1: to implement. They just make PowerPoints. They just make PowerPoints, okay? That's it. They're not, they're not the best and the brightest, okay? <laughs> I don't know where this reputation came from. these are not the best and the brightest they're not sending their best folks okay this is a guy who knows how to make a PowerPoint presentation and he got elected in a small town and there you
0: go yep so for those of you not following this shenanigans um, their computers went down for Mm -hmm. two hours and no flights could take off this is in addition to the Southwest debacle of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Just a mess.
1: It's a disaster.
0: It's a disaster. Um, but yeah. Other than that, I guess I that I'm good. I just wanted to rant about <clears throat> gas stoves.
1: Yeah, I mean the gas stove. The gas stove thing is uh, Is uh, It's just. Uh, it's just such a classic example of liberal overreach. And nanny statism—that I just—it's
0: <laughs> the it kind like- of story.
1: It's the kind of story that reminds people, like, why they should be voting Republican. Because at the end of the day, Democrats are insane people.
0: Yes, but it sounds like they even angered the bear on the other side, which I'm sure they did. Because there's lots of liberal chefs, yeah, and liberals who know how to cook yeah and they're not stupid yeah they're not gonna buy this oh this is all propaganda no if you've cooked anything in your life and cooked between a gas stove and electric stove you know there's a difference in fact the breakfast i make takes twice as long to make on an electric as it does on gas just telling you all right well, then I. Guess- I forgot.
1: I forgot. I forgot the thing that I wanted to lead off the show with. Oh, okay. But I'm going to end the show on a high note, folks. Okay. Because we need to end it on a high note. American excellence is back. America is back. America is on the road to recovery. Because our Republican controlled House of Representatives has reversed the smoking ban. Indoors, in the House of Representatives, you are now free to
0: smoke away in your offices, congressman. That is so disgusting.
1: Damn it feels good to be an American tonight.
0: No. Yick. <clears throat> Strongly disagree.
1: You know, <clears throat> i just going to leave everyone with this story. A little media, media, a little, little media funnies. I can't come up with a line this good, okay? But Morton Downey Jr., you know Morton Downey Jr. Yes. He was on the air in Sacramento. Radio was off the air because he was combative, right? He had a little bit of an insult thing, right? And if you if you read uh, if you read our one, of, I was I like to always go back and read our founding documents. And mm-hmm. you know, so I was reading one of our I was flipping through one of our founding documents in America the other day, called "See I Told You So" by Rush Limbaugh. And um, in that, he talks about how, um, you know, the show he wanted to be, you know, light and entertaining and and stay away from the insults because the insult shtick only takes you so far. You kind of peak for a couple of years and, you know, it's not a long lasting shtick. And Morton Downey Jr. had the the insult shtick. But anyways, off the air in Sacramento, but then he's on TV and this guy's a hit for a year, year and a half. He's the hottest thing on television. Maureen Downey Jr. is always because he was bringing these liberal weenies on and roasting them to their face. But he'd walk around the studio with smoke and a drink in his hand. And so one time he had, you know, this vegan activist, and of course, you know, this is a stereotypical vegan activist. I mean, this is like a meek, meek person. I believe it was, uh, you know, a young woman or something, but she just, you know, she looked like a, you know, a, a, a malnourished mouse you know and there's martin dally jr he's got the big smile he's got the tan going he's got everything <laughs> he goes you know what honey i smoke two packs of cigarettes a day i have three drinks every night i have rare meat with every meal and i still look better than you let's <laughs> end <laughs> 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 it on that and that's a food topic okay good old Morton dally jr rest in peace All right, you will hear us on Friday. Oh, yeah, you will. One elephant went
0: out to play Upon a spider's web one day The chant is, drill, baby, drill.
1: He had such enormous fun That he called for another elephant to
0: come It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. stay out the bushes stay out the bushes jet is a mess